three sons colorblind, your parents yep. are biological cousins. <laughs> <laughs> They're not, but... Oh my god, they were roommates. Welcome back to the Roommates Couch Podcast. I'm Aaron. And I'm Kelton. And I'm Parker. All right, everybody, before we start tonight, we did just want to apologize for not having uh, episodes the last two weeks. We did record them. We've been having them. Computer issues have kind of been plaguing us, and all the files are corrupted. So unfortunately, those two episodes are just going to be gone forever. Uh, but thanks to everybody who has been sticking with us, who you know waited and is listening to this episode. We love you. You're the best. And let's get to it. So, Par, since... Uh, since this is your first official episode, since the last one is lost to the void, tell us a little about yourself. Yeah, I mean, there's not much to tell. I just, <laughs> if you know Kelton's story, mine's pretty similar. Like, grew up in Nephi, um, went on a mission right out of high school. I went to, uh, I went to New Jersey on my mission. Um, I guess, I don't know, back up a little bit. I mean, I'm into hunting, fishing and stuff in Nephi and sports growing up, played football and baseball mainly. Um, but yeah, went on my mission. Now I'm at school. I'm at Utah State. So going into engineering, the ladies are swarming. I hear my life every day about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what we really need to leverage the power of the podcast. Now that we know that the Burton Second Ward Young Women's Group listens to the Roommates Couch podcast, we have a very single single man right here. Yeah, there's any sixteen year olds. Any sixteen year olds? He's tasty. <laughs> this guy. Oh, oh we have a great. We have a great story actually. <laughs> so, so Parker, he like, he's up in Logan doing his thing, whatever. And my mom just, like, she worked with this gal, became obsessed with her, and was, like, did the whole, you're going to marry my son thing, right? And she started texting this girl, and, like, texting this girl on for and behalf of Parker, like, oh, he really wants to take you on this date, and Parker has no idea that this is going on. Lisa. <laughs> and these texts, oh, these texts are cringe, dude. And she kept showing me and my wife, and we were just, like, no, like, this is, you, you can't do this. But Parker, just the way his temperament is, he would, like, he sees it, and he just is, like, oh. Like, no, this is the worst thing ever. But then he takes her on the date. So he's, he's okay. I, I'm not that much of a weirdo. <laughs> I feel like if you willingly go on a date, like, oh, yes, my mother has set me up. I'm excited about this. You're weird. Yeah. So my uh, my mom's birthday was a couple weeks ago. And we're having a big get together with the family. It's been a build up for like months. Mm. But prior months to that, I agreed with my other buddy that we were going to go camping that same weekend. And I didn't realize that they lined up. And so I bailed on the family to go camping with my buddy. Wow. And my mom said, the only way that I'm going to let this one pass is if you take this girl on a date. And so she really guilted me into it. And we did it. And it was fine. Like, she was a really cool girl. Good but date. But they're going to be a number two? Situation. The, the big kicker is, like, she's fresh out of high school, barely 18. Oh, no. And Parker's getting into old man territory. So it, it, it was... 26. It was 25, 26. <laughs> You're 25? You're, you're probably 22. 22. <laughs> <laughs> he's in his yeah, he's super creepy. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yep. But dude, that's what's so crazy. It's like four-year, five-year difference when you're that young. That's big. Mm-hmm. you know. But like when you get in your 30s, like people can be 10 years apart, and it's whatever, yeah. you know? But eight to 18-year-olds, that's gross. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I like to tell people, and Serena always hates this when I say it, but I technically graduated high school before she finished eighth grade because she finished eighth grade two weeks after i graduated high school and it's like a four-year difference and like we met first year of college i went to college lakes i went to a mission and stuff and so like we were in the same point in our lives but when we started dating she was 19 and i was 23 however old 
And now, now yeah. that you're exactly right. Now that I'm 30 and she's 26, it's like, oh, it's not weird at all. It's totally yeah. Natural. Like that, that doesn't sound bad at all. But know? if you say, oh, I was I graduated high school before she finished eighth grade, then it's like, ooh, you're you're going to jail. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh, I, I heard that today. Like like Kobe Bryant, like Kobe Bryant, everyone respects and thinks he's a great guy. I think he dated his wife when she was 16, and he would have been like 22 or something. He also raped a girl, so <laughs> yeah, that yeah, never mind. <laughs> There's no right, questionable pass. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, wasn't that why he switched numbers? It was because it's like New Year, New Me. New Year. <laughs> I'm not gonna rape any girls. Number twenty four. <laughs> Drop the rate charge. New number. <laughs> New number. That's all it takes. Well LeBron's changing his number, so there might be a sketchy pass going Is on he? there. He's changing his Yeah. I heard that he's going he's going back to twenty three. He was twenty three for a while mm-hmm. and then he did a change with the Lakers and now he's going back. Gotcha. I saw a meme that like his son um, doesn't want his dad coming to his basketball games because he doesn't want people to know who he is. And so it's just like a meme of like a ref announcing LeBron James Jr. And everyone in the crowd's like, who? <laughs> <laughs> like they don't, it doesn't matter if your dad's there or not. They know who you are. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Speaking of the Burton second ward, young women, Olivia, thanks for being our number one fan. Woo! Shout out. <laughs> Dude. What a disappointing week. No. What, what was it? <laughs> I bought lottery tickets. So I, same as you, I always convince myself that I'm going to win the lottery. And yesterday at work, I was sitting there and I like numbers poured into my head. I was like, this is the winning lottery number. This is it. Wrote it down. Went home after work, bought lottery tickets, didn't win. Bullshit. Ah. <laughs> also, I, I went to the, yeah, one in 220 million, I think. <laughs> But I, I don't know if you remember, I broke my tooth like a month ago mm-hmm. and have just been waiting for the dentist to have time to fix it. Got it fixed today. And this is the first time I've had a cleaning in a while. And oh, that hygienist, not kind to me. She kept taking her little <laughs> hook, her metal hook, and she was like stabbing it into my gum and ripping up. Like I have actual cuts in all of my gums. I was like, why are you doing that? Like scrape the teeth. Don't, don't do that. And every time yeah. she's like, oh, sorry. Like whispering it in my ear, and then she stabs me again. <laughs> oh, dude, I I don't get hygienists that want to talk to you when they're doing their job. I'm like, you you know I can't talk to you. Like, yeah, what is hands this? in my mouth right now. <laughs> but there, it's it's like a thing with them where it's like some of them are ultra aggressive, and others of them are like super gentle and just scrape the teeth. And it's like I wonder if they just do it out of, like they're having a bad day. They're taking it out on your gums. <laughs> she is she was not feeling today because she yeah she was a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> how many times did they ask you if you flossed oh every time i step in the door they're like i know you haven't flossed <laughs> they don't even have to look they just see from across the room not actually that would be disgusting <laughs> but she did say i can see that you're flossing but you need to do it better and so she made me hold mm. a mirror so she could show me the correct flossing technique because apparently i'm just going in between the teeth right which is what i mm. assumed was the method and she's like actually you want to pin the floss to the side of the tooth drag it all the way down below the gum line and then scrape up towards the middle and she showed me blood everywhere like in the mirror it was like <laughs> spraying all over the room it was disgusting oh so, god who knew that you're supposed to get below your gum line with the floss not me now you now you know that's our fact for this episode no yeah. bro you? i one time i went to the dentist and like the lady i could feel was like doing a number on me i was like gosh geez my gums are hurting and stuff and like at the end of it when you have like that little piece of paper wrapped around you oh yeah it was 
soaked in blood. Like my shirt had blood on it, and I was like, "This is not good." <laughs> yeah, this has not been. This has not been a, a week. Well, it's been. There's good things and there's bad things, but we'll start with the bad just so we can stay on theme. Um, Chan's grandpa's actually dying, and so they she's flying out to Georgia, and man, that was a mess. So we literally from nine o'clock in the morning to nine o'clock at night. We're talking and debating whether or not Hudson and I were going to fly out with him. And we went from 100% we're flying out with him, we're doing it, to 100% we're not doing it. And we went volleyball back and forth for like 12 hours straight. And then finally I was like, we can't do it. And what did it, dude? This is just how cheap I am. Is we went, I said, okay, let's do it. Went to go press buy the tickets because we had like all the information in and stuff. And it was like, tickets sold out at this price. And then we went to like go buy it again. And it was $100 more. And I was like, that's made up my mind. I'm done. <laughs> your sign from the universe. Yeah, that's all it took, dude. But yeah, so she's flying out. Uh, she'll be in Georgia for six days, and so just me and Huddy chilling. Damn. We're gonna we're going to St. George with the family tomorrow, and should oh, be good. That'll be fun. A little huddle like yeah, that. I was disappointed that you weren't going to come here, but tomorrow's going to be yeah. our twenty-first straight day over one hundred and ten. So we're on the edge of dying Jeez. here. Seriously, did the AC get fixed? I did. Yeah. Cool down. Yeah, after six days, my house was 95 degrees, except for this room, which was 105. And it just, Jeez. yeah, it was too much for me. I, I saw a video of a lady in Arizona, and she was, uh, she's gone like three weeks without air conditioning. <sighs> and the lady literally looks like she's melting. Like her skin is like sagging off of her bones. And yeah. I'm like, she's melting to death. Parse hitting us with some sick facts. So for all the listeners today, we do have our Googler back on. But what's unfortunate is you never got to see the first episode. So we do need to cover that because there's going to be some gaps in essentially our the way that we do this. Because the last two weeks we've been missing episodes. And it's not for a lack of trying. We definitely have been trying. We recorded two episodes. Ah, but the computer's just crapping out on us. And so we recorded with my little brother Parker. Say hi to the listeners par hello everybody well <laughs> probably sound exactly like kellen but uh par is our uh, official googler we've talked about him in many an episode and he accepted the internship unpaid uh, definitely but <laughs> he's in well i'm about to lose my actual job and so i think this is gonna become my full-time <laughs> job so <laughs> we need to touch on that both of the bruffs yeah. they're in full-time roommate's couch Frick, dude. So every bruff in the fa- every bruff boy, my brother lost his job, I lost my job, and then Parker's losing his job. And it went to the order of age as well. It did. It did. Pretty incredible. And all for different reasons. Well, actually, the same reason. So my older brother, his company went under, and then Parker's company is going under, and I, my own company, I, me as a person, went under. So. <laughs> all right. So I was getting curious a little bit, and the hottest temperature ever recorded ever was 134 degrees Fahrenheit uh, in Death Valley. July nineteen thirteen. Jeez, well, we're almost there. Tomorrow's gonna be one hundred and nineteen in Phoenix. Yeah, Mimit sent me a video earlier, and it was uh, the news reporting whatever. They broke the record. The low in Phoenix was ninety seven, and that was the re- they've never had it that hot as a low, and that's just crazy. Yeah, if you look at my uh, my like little Alexa thing, it has like the estimated weather over the next eight hours or whatever. And at three o'clock in the morning, it's supposed to be a hundred and two. <laughs> Jan and I were we were traveling up north, and we we entered our thing in the uh, Google Maps or whatever, and there was an advisory that was saying our travel will be delayed for a heat advisory. And I was like, "What the flip?" 
Like it, it made no sense. But it's apparently been so hot in Arizona or in Utah that the roads are buckling. And so they're delaying, it's delaying traffic. Like you have longer estimates on where you're going to get in certain locations because the roads have buckled wow. and they know you're going to slow down for it. I, I read a thing earlier today and I can't remember what state it is, but it was uh, American Airlines maybe. They had a, a plane parked on the tarmac waiting to take off and they were parked there for an hour. And when the plane's not actively flying, the air conditioner doesn't work. It just blows air. <laughs> and so they had six people on the plane actually shit their pants and three of them pass out <laughs> from the heat. <laughs> you have to oh get it so gosh. hot that your your sphincter just like releases in a plane full of people. And not just like one person, but like six people shit their pants on oh one plane. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Can you imagine the smell? <laughs> oh, is... horrific. And then it takes another 20 minutes to get everybody back off the plane. Like, mm. Oh, no. <laughs> that, that's bad <laughs> that is bad but the only thing i can compare and smell is freaking my dad uh <laughs> you can start yeah, yeah. <laughs> my my dad uh they took out the trash it was on monday and they took out the trash and stuff and the second the garbage man dumped that he was like oh i got a bunch of chicken i gotta throw away Aww. and he just put it out there and it's been 100 500 whatever and if you go within five feet of that trash can right now like y- you like want to throw up it's, it's so bad rancid chicken oh so gross yeah. Um, I wanted to start today with uh, uh-huh. some Florida slander because my little cousin has yes. been sending me a whole bunch of memes that are pro-Florida because he lives over there. So two things that happened in Florida <laughs> this week. Um, the State Board of Education just proved a new standard of teaching for black history, which includes gems such as teaching kids in public school that enslaved people developed skills that could be applied to their personal benefit. <laughs> also, a young Florida mom paid an undercover cop $3,000 to kill her child. So, wow. Way to go, Florida. You're really <laughs> a thousand. Keegan, that's for you, bro. <laughs> that's funny you bring Florida up. I watched a video today, and it compared Florida, like that that stigma of like the Florida man and how Florida people are crazy or whatever, mm-hmm. to Australia. And apparently Australia has like a very similar stigma that they're just like kind of wild, crazy drinkers, whatever. And... um they they believe it's a connection between like living in dangerous places because they they have like that adrenaline rush and there's crocodiles and gators and there's spiders and kangaroos and all sorts of deadly stuff in or in Australia and Florida that it just like automatically kind of like amps them up and that's why there's like more crazy stories that come from dangerous areas like that. Hard, did you ever get this? So our whole life growing up, we've talked about like name pr- pronunciation and how it's like. It impacts your life or whatever but whenever i'd get announced in sports and wrestling and everything they'd just be like and up bat up to bat next kelton brow <laughs> <laughs> and so did you ever get that like yeah my entire mission i went by elder bro mm-hmm. it sounded cooler bro yeah yeah i just I, got sick of correcting people i called kelton brew a couple times because it's spelled like through <laughs> but we have brewer who's been on the podcast who we also called brew so I called Bruff Brew like twice, and then we were like, no, nah, that, that doesn't work. There's too many brews around. Oh, so, Parker, Google yeah. how your name can change your appearance as you age. What were you going to say, Kelton? Ooh. I was just in the line of old roommates. Have you been following RJ recently? Yeah, he's on like a little adventure through Europe. Bro, he is hitting up like every festival. I think he just got back from like Tomorrowland, and he's like going to all this other oh, stuff. Is that I'm what like, it is? Living the dream. Oh. I would love to do that, and then I know I would hate to do that because 
I think everyone's just super messed up. <laughs> and I'd be like, oh, also the planning not the right of everything would be just terrible. Like, oh yeah, done. But uh, just so this is. Thank you for pulling it up. This is a a study that was conducted, saying that based on the name that you give your kid, it can affect their uh, their physical appearance as well as their personality because of stigmas that we have around certain names, right? And so if you name your kid Kyle, for example, like my little brother, he has a higher <laughs> chance of having a narrower face and being a shithead just because of the way society <laughs> looks at Kyle's. <laughs> wow. Like, this whole thing goes through like how how different names have like different effects on your face. And like there was this study that they did where they showed people AI-generated photos and would say, who looks most like this person? And they would associate like the same picture every time with this name because we see certain traits in names. Huh. So the reason really I didn't have a personality the entire time I was growing up is because I went by Aaron, which is a dumb name. And as soon as I started going <laughs> by my last name, so like right around the mission time, it's not a dumb name anymore. It's like a talking point. My personality came out. Like I became a different person when I started going by a different name. Huh. Science. That fact. is really interesting. And I, I know we've touched on this in the past, but it's like, that was like a big deciding factor with my kids names, Hudson and Cove. It's like, we, we wanted to do a name that just like was different and profound and, or like just different, you know, that, that would get people's attention. And since naming Cove, this is my update is <laughs> anyone over like 60, they can't even hide how much they hate it. Like <laughs> we, we were talking to this old lady the other day and they're like, she's like, Oh my gosh, your baby's so cute. What's her name? And I said, Cove. And she said, what? I said, Cove. And she said, what? And I said, Cove, K O V E. And she went, why? <laughs> that was the whole sequence. I was like, okay. But no, like they, older people, very blunt, hate it. My mom hates it. Whenever she introduces her, she'll say, this is Cove Lily. And she like really emphasizes Lily. To make sure. is Lily. Yeah. You know what? Yep. The whole time you were talking, I was thinking, I bet this old lady would have been much happier if you had named her Lily. Didn't know that was her middle name. Wow. Dude, that, that's hilarious. And we, we did Lily. It, for a long time, we were going to do Cove Winnie because my grandma's name was Winnie Jean, which oh. is a super old lady name. So we were going to do Cove Winnie. And we were like just about to pull the trigger, sign it on the birth certificate thing. And we were just like, we need a more like normal girly name, whatever. And so Hudson's Hudson Rose. And then I was like, oh, if we did like a flower, I could do like a flower thing with the kids. And so I uh, went with Lily and it, it's funny because older people, it's like kind of throwing that Lily so that they're a little bit at ease with what you named your kid. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be interesting to see how she does. Cause like if she hates her name, like I kids do that where like they hate their first name and they go by their middle name or whatever. So she might be a Lily, but hopefully she'll still no, stick dude, with Cove. We rad. like it. Cove is a rad name. I couldn't do that. Everyone in our generation William, likes it. So that's a worse name than Aaron. <laughs> you looking that far okay so i got this thing and i thought it applied because like the our language affects the way we see reality kind of thing uh-huh. um and so there's this tribe this indigenous tribe called like the himbas the himbas and in their language they have several different words for the color green like they can they can specify all these different color like shades of green but green and blue are grouped into the same group together really? and so they did this experiment with them, and they go, showed them these like circles right here. And for those listening, it's like two circles of like green squares, and in one of the circles, there's one blue square. Um, and so they they did this experiment with the tribe, and it took them longer to differentiate the blue and the green because they grouped those two together in their language. Really? Yeah. So like and because so their words are different, they have a harder time seeing it. Mm-hmm. 
But hmm. I think they, they also did an experiment. I, I read up on this a little bit later, and they, they threw a slightly different color of green in there, and they were able to identify it faster than the average person. Wow. wow. So let's scroll down, and we'll look at the squares. Are, you're not colorblind, right, Mimit? No. If you're okay. going to tell me right so, now that you don't see a difference, I'm going to shoot you through the camera. <laughs> no, I, I, can, I can see the blue. I can definitely see the blue. But are all those squares the same shade of green? No. Okay, okay. Yeah. Because I'm looking at it, and some of them are red. That's, like, how messed up my eyes are. I'm with you. And so I, I see red-er, reddish-looking squares in that. Really? And I see that are red. Yeah. So, like, I would say that one, that, those two are redder. You're that was right. That I am not seeing. <laughs> dude, dude. Okay, so uh, the bottom the bottom right one is red. On the right or the, left the, circle? Right. On the left circle. That's red? Yeah, and oh. then this one, too. And then the top left one is red. Okay, so in the right circle, would the top right also be red then? Yes. Reddish? Yes. Okay, because I can see how that that particular shade would have some red undertone to it. So I can kind of see that. Okay. Okay. Oh, gosh, I was tripping so bad. Because <laughs> it's weird, too, because it's almost like an optical illusion where if like, I move my eyes around, yeah. it's like the red is like jumping around. But if oh. I look at it, I can still see it on one. Yeah. Weird. That's weird. Parker, Parker's not really colorblind. Are you? Oh, okay, he's colorblind too. Yeah. Never mind. We're, we're the same. <laughs> Google the odds of having two kids that are colorblind. My, bro- my older brother's super colorblind too. Who? Who is Kate's, My older brother is colorblind. Three sons colorblind? Your parents yep. are biological cousins. <laughs> <laughs> They're not, but this is a, a very <laughs> awkward thing that happened. So there's this lady at my church, and she, her grandpa was a bruff. And so she would come up to me like weekly and she was like, we're related. I know we're related. And we would talk about it every week. And I, have I said this before? I think you, you did tell me a little bit she, about this. Yeah, frick. Okay. Anyways, I'll tell you the story. <laughs> I, I, I say the same crap and I apologize for that. But it's from my dad. <laughs> Not only did he give us colorblindness, he gives us freaking uh, this problem <laughs> same stories. Alzheimer's. But anyways, this lady, she was like, oh, you're, we're related, blah, blah, blah. And there's an app and you can go and you can if you identify the same people, it will go back into the family history and it will show you where you're connected. And so we did it and I came through my mom's side. <laughs> it was like a seventh cousin removed rough that was on my mom's side. And I was like, Oh God, <laughs> my parents might be cousins. Okay. Not saying a bunch of stuff. Let's see. So while you're looking up the colorblind stuff, I, uh, yeah. I've heard, and I, I haven't confirmed this. I'm not a scientist. I haven't really looked into it, but I've, I heard it kicked around that um, if you start balding prematurely, so before the age of 40, because that's like the average age that a man starts to go bald, that you have a higher likelihood of having incest in previous generations. And the younger you start balding, the more <laughs> incest there is in your bloodline. I'm, I'm right there with you. I, I wear my hair long on the top, so you can't tell, but that hairline is back. <laughs> Dude, it pisses me off. It's 22 years old. So, this is what I heard, though. I, I heard that... This I think it was like a Neil deGrasse Tyson thing, so it's probably not true. But it basically said that if at age of thirty, the hair you have is the hair you'll you'll have. Like that thirty is kind of the cutoff point where you stop losing. Really? So I feel like yeah, I feel like Dude, I got you, one more year. You have, a, you have a full head of hair, so jump off a bridge. <laughs> but I I can live with this. Like as long as it doesn't go yeah. back any further, I well, that's not bad. I mean, like I, I have to wear it long so I can kind of comb over on the the spots, but. Yeah, dude, we're good. We're golden. Wow. Parker, poor Parker. <laughs> 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 I 
<laughs> our oldest brother he just gave oh. up and he just shaved it all oh. so i might i might end up like him yeah there, here's the difference though is you guys have like the bruff head so that's like a nice <laughs> round kind of wide like, good uh, it's a good bald head but like my head <laughs> is a cone and so if i were to shave my head people would be like oh that's a damn alien walking around so <laughs> <laughs> oh man that that's a comment i get constantly with cove is people say she has the most perfect head, and it's true. It's just like this perfect circle of a head, and it's yeah. it's almost creepy because like the longer you look at it, the rounder it is. And you're like <laughs> just a straight sphere. Do you guys give her lots of tummy time? No, we're oh. we're putting it right on her back. We're trying to square that sucker up. Dude, it's too round. <laughs> I I saw pictures of like what tummy time does to a baby's head, and like the difference it'll have. And I'm positive that Sally never once put me on my stomach. Otherwise, my head wouldn't be shaped like a pencil. Sally, what are you doing? <laughs> Come defend yourself on that one, Sally. I need picture yeah. proof. I don't want you saying, well, you don't remember, but I... Photos. Stomach. Photos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my sister that's here right now, we should bring in her kids. It'd be actually a, a funny little segment of this, but they're just cute kids, but all of them had to be helmet babies, so they all they all rocked that for a couple of years Dude, in the beginning. I wish. I was just laying yeah. on my back, and then I grew into it and never got a helmet. So. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's crazy. I wonder who, like, the, the first guy to do that. He was like, you know what? I've seen enough Aaron Mimmons walking around with these pencil heads and do this, force it, it into a mold. <laughs> 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 you ever seen them do that with fruit? They'll, like, grow fruit in molds? Yeah. Yeah, dude. Parker, pull up like pictures of, like, fruit. Pull up a damn picture of a uh, fruit shaped like a, <laughs> a starburst. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a field bond. <laughs> Do you have two monitors? Yeah. You're sharing so the wrong one. Oh, oh, oh bitch, that doesn't do anything for me. Bro, fire me. Fire you, dude. Straight fire. It's alright. It's his first day as intern. We'll forgive oh, him no. one time. <laughs> Those heart shaped fruits. Seems... What is the oh, Buddha fruit? Like Buddhas. Dude, they put some Buddhas on there. Are those pumpkins? Oh, oh wow. that's crazy. Dude, dude, that is God, the key right sick. there. Like, there is Jack so many pumpkin patches in the U.S. If one pumpkin yeah. patch would start growing skull-shaped pumpkins, they could sell them for a million dollars. What are we doing? So, yeah. my God, we keep talking about Cade. We need to freaking bring him on. Cade, this is genius. My, my brother Cade and his wife, they're really, like, crafty and home Mackey. <laughs> they do a lot of stuff. But they went the brilliant idea. So this is a life hack for everybody. They went to this pumpkin patch that grows is notorious for growing really incredible pumpkins. And they walked through the whole patch and they found the most beautiful pumpkins they could find. And they took three of those pumpkins home. They carved them up, took the seeds, and pumpkin seeds are super easy to like yeah. nurture and grow. They nurtured and grow them and now they have these beautiful genetically pumpkins. perfect, beautiful pumpkins and they grow them in their backyard. Wow. Imagine being yeah, a farmer that... and your family spends like six generations breeding these pumpkins. <laughs> and yeah. Some guy named Cade just steals your family recipes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, when he said that, I was like, that seems illegal, but really not. Yeah, like, you're buying the seeds from him. Anyone can do that. Wow. Yeah. If you could take those genetically perfect pumpkins and grow them into a skull mold, it would be the. I don't even have words for how excellent. Dude, I think we're going to start doing this. Start 3D printing some molds. Dude, I could do that. Oh, Parker, yeah. Parker's our engineer, dude. He's got a CNC yeah, machine. Yeah, dude. He just hop on that CAD, yeah. draw it out real quick. Yeah, dude. 
We just came up with our new business. And we $125 for that Frankenstein pumpkin. Dude, we can undercut that. Absolutely. We need to get on because the pumpkins are small right now, dude. If yeah. we can get this, oh, look at it. Just Ooh. get a, a small skull shaped pumpkin. What is this ad in the corner? It was like a lady <laughs> showering for like 12 minutes. <laughs> 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 That's sick, though. Okay. We found our next business venture. But, like, is the dirt at the bottom? And, the, like... No, it's the vine, dude. Yeah, so, like, oh, once so you see, like, like the little bud, you just clamp it over. Mm-hmm. I actually have... My yeah. lemon tree has probably 300 little baby lemons on it right now. If I found a mold, I could probably mold them into something cool. Bro, cool. we'll send you some molds. Parks can get CNC in today. Yeah. And we're going to start selling these for 125 dollars <laughs> <laughs> We'll sell for 100 Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, regular but, pumpkins sell for five dollars, maybe. Like, if you're selling ten pumpkins at fifty dollars, you just sold the equivalent of someone else selling a hundred pumpkins. That's crazy. Another thing too is like carving your pumpkin. Shelf life of that couple days that starts looking like crap. This thing you go through, throw that on your porch. It's gonna be good till December. Weeks. Oh, God, I feel like months. our market's pretty small. We gotta find like we gotta get into the pumpkin patches, bro, and like hit those mass produce like to those guys. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I know the guy that owns the uh, the Yupik Red Barn right over by your house in Idaho Falls. Heck yeah. Maybe we'll approach him with an idea. Be like, hey, we got these molds. The roommate's couch <laughs> sponsor. You pay us half of what you sell them for. Love it. You you definitely haven't been to it because you haven't been to Idaho in five years. But that whole business is incredible. They have just reinvested each year. Mm-hmm. And the last year we went to it, and it's like, they got pumpkin shooting guns they got bounce things they got corn they got that's 10 times what it was before because before it was just like pumpkins and donuts and that was about it but it's it's quite the operation now yeah it's a he's a cool dude and it's a cool little business they so um the guy that i know that started it he started it with his cousin and he took a, a loan from his parents he and his cousin um and i don't know my parents would never do this but he and his cousin asked his parents for twenty thousand dollars as eight-year-olds and they gave it to mm-hmm. him and they bought this piece of land and started growing pumpkins, and they've been running the business since they were eight. Wow. And only in the last 10 years or so have they started really making, like, improvements. And, like, a lot of it was they bought the land, and then they built the barn. And, like, their parents would help them oversee it and stuff, and they paid their loan back within a couple years and then have just been pocketing and reinvesting stuff. He makes an absurd amount of money. It's gross. He, he takes home a quarter million dollars a year, and that's with him reinvesting Jeez. however much it is into the business. That's awesome. Good for him. There's been a lot of memes lately where it's like, what was I doing in second grade while I was messing around at recess? I should have been investing in real estate in 2008. <laughs> and Bro actually pulled it off. He invested in real estate. And now they own, I guess he, his, his cousin passed away a couple of years ago, but he, uh, he owns like seven acres. So you only see like the barn and like the immediate area, but across the street is where all of his actual field is. And that's where he grows a majority of the pumpkins. Dang. Dang, dude. That's the way to do it, dude. I uh, we we've been putting away some funds for our kids. Like we we've set up funds for them since birth, and we're gonna deposit into it. Sure. Hopefully, they never listen to these episodes because our plan is to drop it on them when they're like eighteen and just like, hey, here's your secret fund. Go to college or do whatever, you know. Yeah. But it's like we were actually smart. We just invest in stocks and do something with it, you know. Yeah. Uh, I know I have a, a buddy who uh, when he graduated, his parents said here's your stock portfolio and they turned it over and it was like hundreds of thousands of dollars yeah. i'm just like gosh that would be crazy yeah. my goal is for our kids i want to buy um rental properties 
and on their 18th birthday turn it over to them because then they can either like if they go to school close by they can live there for free and not really worry about expenses or anything or if they're not going to school or, or whatever they just want to rent it out and then it's a couple thousand bucks a month that they can live off while they're doing whatever it is that they're doing because I think about like how poor I was in college and like donating plasma was how I ate and like I made mm-hmm. 150 bucks a month doing that <laughs> so like yeah. giving my kids two grand a month forever awesome I'm super down yeah I mean so so talk me through this because you know mortgages and life better than I do so when you sell a property if I, I own it and I sell it I will have to pay capital gains tax on that which is essentially 40 percent but if my if my parents die and leave the home to me the property and I sell the property off of that I don't have to pay capital gains because it's yeah. an uh, inheritance so the capital gains tax is only in its entirety for the first two years. If you sell it after having owned it for two years, then it's just a regular sales tax. So it's reduced to like 15 or 16%, which is still a ton, but it's not 40. Um, for your parents' house, it just goes along that same same thing. So you just pay regular sales tax on it rather than um, capital gains. So it ends up rounding out to about the same as the death tax would be had they just sold the house and given you the cash, which is how the government kind of sticks their fingers into everything. But um, yeah, so if they give it to you and you sell it, you still pay a little bit of tax, but definitely not as much as if you know you bought a house, flipped it, and sold it because then you're paying so much capital gains. Mm, okay, that make that clears that up because I've just I've been thinking about that. I'm like, gosh, because it it's almost like handcuffs if you were to like somehow come into money and, and buy you know properties with the intention of selling them because you could lose a lot of the money that you, you gain from that venture. Yeah. yeah. So shows that are on HGTV, like, you know, flip or flop or, or whatever, like they have got to be paying unreal amounts of capital gains tax every year. Cause like they make a ton of profit, but then they're giving away 40% of the profit off of each of those houses. Plus they have to pay their crews and like how much money are the show hosts actually making other than the fact that HGTV is now paying their salary, you know? Jeez. That's so crazy. Like the only way it really makes sense is like just rent it, you know, be a property owner and manager and eventually have enough of them that that's a, that's your supply, right? Rather than get it all at one time. Or do the uh, Chip and Joanna Gaines method of your husband owns the construction company that does your work. And so you charge yourself three times the, the average rate to do the work because then your company is making all the money that you would be paying in taxes anyway. And you pay a smaller amount of income tax on it. So that's how they made money so fast is he charges them quite a bit to do the work that he does on the houses that they work on and also the houses that they own that they then sell. Genius. Mm-hmm. Genius. That's so smart. That's the way we need to do it. So you win the lottery. Let's say that you're full circle. Buy lucky. The you're lucky number stand up. <laughs> Buy the Monroe. Buy the you Monroe. lump sum in it or you, you're getting paid? Uh, I'm, I'm taking a lump sum. No. Lump sum. Yeah, it's I know the other way is a nice way to like hedge your bets against inflation. But if anything ever happens and like I don't know, the lottery goes out of business or something, you're you're out. And so I'd rather just pay my taxes on the front end, have them take out the the thirty eight percent or whatever it is for taking the cash and then go from there. Because like realistically the 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 lottery <laughs> from last night, someone in California won it, hit the jackpot, all six numbers. One point one billion dollars, which means after tax and everything, even in California they're taking $675 million off a $2 Jeez. ticket. Jeez. That's so crazy. I, I saw a thing. Look this up, Par. It, 
to like you could get paid two hundred thousand dollars a day since the time of Christ, and you still wouldn't have a higher net worth than Elon Musk. Let's see what his hourly rate is, just for existing. One point eight million. Oh, really? <laughs> F you, dude. That was two million. That's crazy. <laughs> While you're looking through those, so I I saw a TikTok that was going over um, funds in the United States and stuff, and it was comparing it to Smaug, the dragon from The Hobbit. And Smaug lives in a, a literal mountain filled with gold, right? So much gold that he sleeps underneath piles of gold. And they calculated the estimated weight to volume based on the average price of gold per ounce and all that kind of stuff. And it was something like Smaug the dragon had $20 billion worth of gold in his mountain, which would make him the 17th richest American alive today. Not in the world, just Americans. And it's like, <laughs> if you have more money than a, a gold hoarding dragon, you are an asshole. <laughs> We've made it very clear on your stances on this. Billionaires. Give, give everything away to the point of 999 million. When you're at that point, it's like, oh, man, that guy's awesome. He's rich. He's cool. You hit the B, I'm going to shoot you in the neck. <laughs> you're so creative in how you, you describe your, your love, your love towards these individuals. Thanks, everybody, for joining another fantastic episode of the Roommates Couch Podcast. We are very grateful to have our intern interning for us, Googling all of our things. We are excited to get back on track. We have lots of great stuff on the docket. We are uh, we apologize for missing you for the last couple of weeks, and uh, we will do better. So as always, share, subscribe, like, do whatever you need to do so that we uh, can spread the good news, make you happy each week, and we'll see you again next week at the, at the couch. See you, everybody. Are you an influencer or small business that wants to increase your reach? Do you want to see your profits increase by dozens of dollars? Advertise with us. Contact us at roommatescouch at gmail.com to be featured in an upcoming episode.